Welcome to Training Room Talk, where we discuss all things performance, rehab, and education. And today our topic is, so you're a PT that wants to work with athletes, you know, um, this is a topic that we get a lot, um, especially being a, a PT facility, strength and conditioning facility that works together. Um, it's definitely a fun population to work with. And, and so we get a lot of students that come in um, and say, man, I, I just want to work with athletes. Like, and you, you ask them why, and they say, well, because I think it'll be fun to, um, but then as you dig deeper, know we start to ask questions like well do you have experience working with athletes um you know these are pt students we're talking to so you know have you been reading strength and conditioning literature do you have experience training you know what what qualifies you to to work with athletes as a pt um today today hopefully we'll get into this a little bit um to hopefully give some you know future clinicians out there um you know some ideas to how to kind of break into the field of physical therapy or performance physical therapy when you're working with athletes. Um, we'll also be able to get Rob's perspective as a strength coach of what he's looking for um, in a physical therapist. And, and when someone says they're a PT with an athletic performance specialty, like what does he want to hear from them to, to know that um, they actually can, can walk the walk instead of just talk, talk a good game. Um, so, so first thing we want to talk about is, you know, is it a prerequisite necessarily to um, have experience um, working out to to become a physical therapist that works with athletes. Um, I mean, Ray and Nick, what, what do you guys think think about that? Do you have to have experience working out to be able to work with an athletic population? I, you know, I think the working out thing comes up a lot, and you know, in my opinion, I think it's very valuable to have a training experience. You know, understanding the the demands of certain movements on the body. You know, understanding the relationship of intensity and volume and how that can, you know, impact your day to day, how it can impact, you know, the, a next training session, impact a, a sports practice. So all of these things, you know, as a physical therapist, you know, what do we do? We we're prescribing exercise. We're, we're applying, you know, stress to our patients, to our athletes. So I think it becomes imperative that we have a great understanding of, of what we're actually prescribing and, you know, I know in, in my personal experience, programming for myself and training, you know, you know, at a high level myself, that's really helped me with my ability to understand how to appropriately, you know, load and appropriately apply stress to the people that we work with on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with, uh, with what Nick said and kind of just going off that um, and off of what John said, you know, talking the talk and, you know, walking the walk. Like, I think there's really no better way to understand and get a feel for a movement, um, you know, a corrective, whatever it may be, than actually doing it yourself. Um, participate in training on a day-to-day -day basis yourself. I think you go a long way just in terms of helping you, you know, whether it's cueing, whether it's programming, um, you know, it could be a number of different things. But uh, maybe not a hundred percent like uh, required prerequisite, but I think it, I think it really, really, really helps. So. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, and there's, I've seen some talk on social media about like movement prerequisites yeah. being being part of the education process. Um, like Ray said, I don't know if you necessarily need to be able to perform a good squat and good hip hinge, um, good push or pull, because there's obviously things that might get in the way of that. Um, but I think in order to understand how your prescription's gonna, you know, be perceived by by the active individual. What does it feel like? Um, in PT school, my experience at least was just we got basic exercise knowledge, three sets of ten um, for basic what, strength. You know, you're going five times five for hypertrophy, or five times five for hypertrophy for strength, and then three sets of ten. I don't even know that stuff anymore. Jeez, the three sets of ten for strength, and then two of twelve to fifteen for endurance. Like that's the basic Four stuff. Six for power. Yeah, like that's what we're learning in PT school. But in reality, like if we ask Rob, like Rob, is that the basis of your programming? No, no. Right. So this is where being having experience of doing a, a good proper program um, might help you. And, and and sometimes too, I think it gets buy-in from the, the athletes, right? Like we see a ton of CrossFitters and um, I don't CrossFit personally, but both Nick and Ray do. And I think that brings a lot of clout to – um, when they're treating an individual and they're talking about the grace that they did, the grace workout or Murph from Memorial day, like they kind of shared in the athlete's pain, I guess a little bit, and they know what the athlete was going through. Right. Yeah. Just to build off that a little bit. I, I do think, um, from a clinician standpoint, like, you know, there's a certain amount of credibility that goes into it. Like I know me personally, you know, if I'm working with a baseball player and, uh, you know, I need to get out and throw with them, you know, in their return to, you know, throw program, then let's do it. If, you know, I have an Olympic lifter and we got to go upstairs to the platform and work on, you know, whether it's clean jerk, snatch, whatever, like I'm game, like let's do it. Um, or if it's a crossfitter and, you know, we need to, you know, hit a little bit of a, you know, a lot, that's, that's fine. Um, I think having that background, you know, goes a long way. So. And, and I, that speaks to all of the credentials um, Nick, Ray, um, and I have. We don't just have physical therapy technique um, credentials. We have the USA Weightlifting. We have the CSCS from the um, National Strength and Conditioning Association. Um, so that for us is a prerequisite to teaching some of that stuff. But, um, you know, we're, we're reading as much strength and conditioning stuff for the most part and programming stuff as we are physical therapy technique and knowledge as well. Um, so working off of that a little bit, um, being able to write a strength and conditioning program, do you think that's a prerequisite? I would say that it absolutely is a prerequisite. And, you know, like, like we talked about before, you know, there's, there's been talk, I know on the interwebs about, you know, should PTs be able to, you know, perform the movements? Um, and, and obviously not everyone's going to be able to do that and, you know, should still be able to prescribe a squat or a hinge. Uh, but I think the main thing there, John, is that we're understanding, you know, what we're applying and why we're doing it and how it should feel and how to coach it. Yeah. And, and, and I think we need that. And then basic understanding of writing a strength and conditioning program, like we can all do that. Right. But I defer to Rob to, to create a better program. Right. Like that's his expertise. That's, you know, I can write a very basic kind of strength and conditioning progression based on whatever method, but, but Rob's the guy that's really going to improve performance mm -hmm. outside of kind of the basic stuff. Um, so, you know, I think sometimes PTs, you know, like I'm a doctor, like 
the, the ego gets in the way and, and they don't defer to professionals who definitely know more than they do as far as training techniques. And um, they let, you know, ego get in the way, credentials get in the name. But I learn something every day from the strength coaches that we work with. Like I almost get a better, um, you know, they improve my knowledge base a lot of times more than some of the courses and things that I'm reading every day, just because they see more movement than we do on a daily basis. If Rob's coaching 30 kids a day, right? Um, most PTs are not seeing, you know, there's some clinics super high volume, but even high volume clinics, like there's no way the clinician is breaking down movement like Rob does in his 30 athletes on a daily basis. Um, so often, you know, this might be controversial, but they're the movement professionals, you know, PTs, we understand movement, but I, I look at strength coaches and some personal trainers as being like the go-to movement professionals to, to break things down. Um, so what about talking the talk? Um, you know, what about being able to understand, I know Rob appreciates it when we can kind of understand his, his terminology and lingo. Um, you know, and I think, um, being able to talk the talk, um, definitely helps in my point of view. Um, I think that's something that's, that can be learned though as well. Like you, you know, have a basic knowledge that you can talk. Um, what do you guys what are the thoughts, right? Yeah, I think um, not only that, but I also think, you know, understanding the culture of your of your athletes, um, kind of having a little bit of a preface for their mindset, uh, you know, what they want to get back to, um, and kind of knowing that, you know, regardless of this function, pain, you know, a lot of times they want to get out there and play. Um, you have to understand that to a certain extent. You have to be able to know how to educate them, um, you know, properly modify things, I think is huge, especially working with athletes, uh, allowing them to still perform, still participate, but in a modified role. Um, I think it'd be the biggest things with that, so. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, understanding culture is very, very important. You know, as to quote Robert Bina here, uh, culture is everything. And, you know, I think as, as a physical therapist, we, we have a false sense of, uh, confidence sometimes in, in seeing that what we prescribe is what they're going to do. And that's, that's not really the case. So, you know, being able to create buy-in, you know, with your athletes, you know, with your teams is a crucial part of being a PT that wants to work with athletes because you, you can't just go up to an athlete and tell them, okay, three sets of 10, you know, do, do this and kind of leave and forget about building a relationship. So I think a PT that works with athletes and really, you know, it's anyone, but it's building a relationship first by understanding where they're coming from, you know, understanding their mindset, understanding what, you know, part of the year they're in, you know, and how that, you know, actually when the relationship between their schoolwork and all of these things. So your PT that wants to work with athletes, understand culture, you know, understand um, where they're coming from, understand their mindset, understand their goals. And that'll let you build buy-in to create a great, you know, detailed, specific training program and prescription uh, for them. Yeah. Under understanding the athlete is huge. Um, Cause like what, what Nick said is understanding where they are in the season. Um, maybe they have to perform because they have a college scholarship on the line or this college coach is coming to see him or, or playoffs are on the line. And, and that's an important thing for them to be able to compete. Um, I think in our setting, very rarely, and, and we're very lucky because we have a strength coach and Rob that understands understands injury and training around injury. So um, 
we, we're super lucky with that, but um, very rarely are we shutting someone completely down. Um, and, and athletes want to compete, right? So they, they want to always be on the move. A lot of our individuals, like they don't do very well at all with sitting on the sideline and um, just watching things happen. So um, understanding, um, with understanding that, if you can find a coach that you can coordinate well with a strength coach where they can continue to train through an injury, because there's, there's very few instances where someone can't train through an injury as long as it's done appropriately. Um, so that's where, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in, in future um, recordings, but that's where forming a team around you that you trust and you have a good go back and forth between that, that doesn't involve egos where, um, you know, Rob all the time coordinates in the rehab process with some of our athletes. Um, and then sometimes the more difficult part is getting their coach to buy in. So we have the athlete and their parents on board. We have the strength and conditioning professional, but then the specific sports coach, like sometimes he's the challenge to get involved in whether it's limiting um, a player's um, return to play, um, whether it's limiting practice so they can play in games, like whatever, like, um, sometimes being able to navigate that as a skill in of itself, like, Hey, can we talk to your coach? Can we, um, figure out this process together? Even if you want to hop on the call with us, like, I think that's a huge part of it. And don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone and form those relationships. Um, cause there's a lot of coaches out there that are looking for those types of relationships. But, um, historically I think PTs have, you know, kind of been mom, I'm trying to pursue those relationships. They've been pursuing physicians instead. Um, and then everybody stays siloed and there's no communication. And, and ultimately the patient, the athlete, um, the active individual um, loses out on that. Right. Um, so with that being said, Rob, what are you looking for in a PT? Like if PT comes to you and says they work with athletes or when you're looking for a PT to refer one of your athletes out, if they live in another area, what are some of the things that you're looking for specifically? Yeah, I think this is a great topic um, because again, as a strength coach in the private sector, like, you work with a lot of athletes, but you know, a lot of times injuries pop up for whatever reason. Um, so you need to have a good physical therapist that you can refer to, to, you know, to help someone out of pain for whatever reason, whether it's from a surgical standpoint or just you know, injury on the field. Um, so, you know, there's, there's certain criteria that I definitely look for. Um, one thing that I like to do is go out and like see the therapist treat people and see their, lo and see their location and see what kind of equipment they have. Like is my athlete working out next to an 80 year old grandma? Like, I want to know what culture this athlete is in. I want to know what kind of equipment they have. Is there a squat rack there? Is there dumbbells there? Is there kettlebells there? Um, you know, what exercises is he prescribing? Is he doing any manual work? So I, I want to get to, you know, obviously know the therapist and, and what, what exercises they're prescribing athletes, but also like, you know, what, you know, what, what's the setting that this person's working in? Um, cause if, if the setting isn't, isn't in line with my goals and my philosophy, then it's, 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 it's not going to work out. Um, you know, so I think that that's definitely one thing that I, that I, that I look for. Um, so, and, and that obviously first, first starts off with the film conversation. You know, hey, tell me about your location. What do you do? Who do you see? Um, and then I then actually following up with that therapist and going to see what they're actually doing to make sure that they're actually doing what they say they're doing. Um, so I think that's something that I look for. Um, secondly, I think the, the second thing I look for is just, um, making sure that this therapist, you know, uh, is, is speaking the same language as, as you, um, obviously all the guys here in the training room do a great job. We all take similar, uh, con ed courses, you know, we're all agreeing with the same philosophies of how to, how to, how to help someone through pain and then into a 
transitioning program. So, you know, asking that therapist, you know, what, what con eds they're taking, what classes have they taken, you know, to make sure that they're staying up to date and they're not just like going through the motions and, you know, being average. You know, I don't, don't want to work with someone that's not average. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that that's something I look for. Uh, obviously, I think hearing everyone talk about, you know, be, getting time under the bar, you know, hey, can my therapist, does he, does he train? Does he work out? Does he follow any training program? You know, what, what, with whatever it is, whether it's from a conditioning standpoint, you know, if he's a runner, if he's a crossfitter, whatever it might be. Uh, as long as he is, is himself training, um, that's another thing that I, that I look for because uh, that shows that you have an understanding of, of, a, of a training program. And, and once you understand that, you understand what an athlete's going through from a training perspective. So, um, you know, the, from, from the credential standpoint, I feel like every PT has a CSCS and USAW. So I, you can't just look at that. Yeah, you have to go and see, like, where they're, where they're treating patients, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And seeing and seeing if that fits a line with with your your um, you know just line of thinking from a training perspective. So um, I think that's something that's that's important as a strength coach. You have to find a therapist to to work with to refer out to, and you know don't just send them don't just send your athletes somewhere where it might get worse or they don't agree with your thoughts and they're hard to communicate with or you know, they're, they're treating too many patients at once. Like you want to know that the place that they're going to is going to get them better and get the results that they want. And they're easy to communicate and, and, and work with. I think that's, those are, those are the criteria that I look for in a physical therapist that wants to work with athletes. All right. Thanks, Rob. That was a great insight. Um, so when you guys are out there, your PT that wants to work with athletes, some of our, our summary is, you know, have experience working out, um, understand how something feels and, and learn a basic understanding on, on how to talk the talk and write a proper strength and conditioning program. Um, and then go out there and, and be, um, seek opportunities to go and observe. Rob talked about observing PTs like PTs should be observing strength coaches and, and personal trainers and forming those relationships. Um, and then that time in the, in the um, weight room will help you understand the culture a little bit more and, and how the dynamics of that work. Um, you know, so, so I think get in the weight room, get involved, meet coaches. Um, don't just, you know, graduate PT school and, and, and think you, you know how to write a basic program that you're, you're ready to work with athletes. It's definitely, um, a unique understanding. It's a unique culture. Um, it's a specialization. You know, we specialize in everything else in neuro and peds and, and whatever manual techniques like athletic performance and performance therapy is definitely a specialization, um, that needs to be honed. So, um, if you're, if you're looking at doing that, um, Ray was saying he was writing strength and conditioning programs for the seniors when he was a sophomore in high school, right? So off mic. So, um, start to think about that stuff early. Like there's no reason you can't be reading stuff outside of coursework in PT school to help set you on your goals. Or you can't, no reason you can't start working out if you don't, or no reason you can't, um, start observing, um, to start to create and form those relationships and, and build your knowledge base. Um, so those would be our recommendations. Um, hit us up if you have any other questions. Thanks guys.